0: The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Uh, Very good evening, everyone. Thanks for joining us here on Sports Day WA. And the news has just broken from West Coast Eagles. As Hayes and Mardo mentioned on the run home, uh, the board uh, met at Mineral Resources Park this afternoon. And we have just been informed, a statement has just been released that the West Coast Eagles board today met and endorsed the continuation of Adam Simpson as coach. I will repeat that, that the West Coast Eagles board today met and have endorsed the continuation of Adam Simpson as senior coach. Simpson will coach the West Coast Eagles in 2024. That has been confirmed literally five minutes ago by the board. I'll read more of the statement uh, of what was being directed and put together by Chairman Paul Fitzpatrick. At the meeting today, the board unanimously agreed that Adam will remain a senior coach. No one knows our playing list better than Adam and he has already steered us through the first phase of the rebuild. We are confident he can take us forward and take us where we aspire to be. Our season came to an end on Saturday night and we finished at the foot of the premiership table. That does not sit well with anyone at the club and we are all aware that there is much work to be done to return as a force in the competition. While this season has been challenging, I would like to again acknowledge our members and fans for their loyal support of the club. To have 47,000 at Optus Stadium again on Saturday was quite remarkable and provided a wonderful backdrop to farewell three West Coast Eagles champions. He then goes on to talk about Shannon Hearn, Luke Shuey and Nick Natanui, And he also talked about we will again go to the draft where we currently hold the first selection and we will look to bring some elite youngsters with that and other selections. We are also open to bringing in players through the trade period who fit our needs and list profile. Adam is central to our development plans to assist the club's rise up the ladder. Give us your thoughts on the temper at bedshed text machine. Love your reaction. 0487 736 736. Just repeating that Adam Simpson will continue as coach of the West Coast Eagles for 2024. As we know, he's contracted also until 2025. It's quite ironic, really, that the gentleman that I've invited to recap the season this year is... In twenty twenty-three is a man that is an award-winning football journalist, hasn't be heard this season on this radio station, Kim Hagdorn. Kim's gonna join us on the program in a matter of seconds, and I it said it's quite ironic that after all that has played out this year, that we have now Kim Hagdorn to give us his thoughts on this big announcement that's come from the West Coast Eagles board today and the further endorsement and continuation of Adam Simpson as senior coach. Kim Hagdawn thanks for joining us on the program.
1: good yeah, G'day, Peter. How are you? And everybody, uh, I'm a bit stunned. I, I was convinced that Adam Simpson was gone.
0: Well, a lot of people were that way after that Derby debacle. It looks like, uh, as we know, the board mm. met today at Mineral Resources Park. There was some dialogue yesterday uh, around the trap suggesting that uh, he was uh, basically walking, a dead man walking, but uh, something has turned around, I reckon, the last 24 hours for him to survive. This is me looking in from afar. How do you read it all?
1: Yeah. Oh, look, I'm not so sure it's turned around in the last uh, 24 hours. It's taken a couple of weeks. I I think going into the North Melbourne game uh, here in Perth, Uh, Adam Simpson and the board had made it quite clear, as I understand it, Peter, to Adam Simpson, that uh, the North Melbourne home game, which uh, you would have expected West Coast was going to win, then Essendon away, and then the Derby in particular. So the North Melbourne home game and the Derby were very important that that, that West Coast put up solid performances according to the bits of information that I was picking up, and that was the discussions between... Simpson, the Eagles board, and certainly the senior executive management at West Coast. Now, the 100-point loss was unacceptable. I think he was gone for all money. But then we had the shock, just the the stunning turnaround, and an outstanding Eagles performance to topple the Bulldogs. I thought the Bulldogs were were poor and complacent and arrogant that day, thinking they were just going to rock up and beat West Coast. But it was a very inspired performance from the likes of uh, Tim Kelly, McGovern, Alan, Cripps, the senior players, uh, all chipped in. And then they've all gone public since then, the senior players, as well as fan voices. I'd say, Peter, to make some of the shaky board members, the ones that weren't sure whether they were doing the right thing to dismiss Adam Simpson or not, turn around, or actually just reinforce what were their thoughts in the first place before they were convinced that maybe we should move him on by some of the board members and executive that wanted Adam Simpson moved on. I'm going to
0: ask you your opinion at the moment. The Texas are starting to come in. Axel from South Perth. Hi, yeah. Peter. Not a good decision to retain Adam Simpson. I'm not a Simpson hater, but just think they need a fresh set of eyes. I am stunned. Yeah. Have they made the right decision in your eyes, Kim Hagdorn?
1: No. No. I... I I can't see how, Peter, you can win seven games of your last 54. You can lose 16 games this season by 40 points or more. They lost five matches this season by 100 points or more. And this poor season, this deplorable season, has been brewing for three years. Average losing margin this year of 68 points. Uh, and that's, that's this year. Do we go back through last year as well? And no, I don't think it's the right decision because in my opinion, Peter, uh, it won't be much different next year under Adam Simpson than it's been for the last two seasons under Adam Simpson as things have gradually gotten worse. And we've heard more and more about player, player disharmony, player dissatisfaction with the coach, some staff dissatisfaction with the coach. Uh, and certainly the likes of some some parents' dissatisfaction with how Adam Simpson handles their their kids. So no, I, I don't think it's the right decision. But certainly the likes of Justin Langer and Nicole Moody, and also um, uh, Elizabeth Gaines, who I believe are the ones the strongest advocates. The two the two girls and Justin Langer the strongest advocates to retain Adam Simpson right through the last five or six weeks of uncertainty.
0: So, Kim, who is going to be the fall person for what's happened at the West Coast Eagles? Does the heat now go on to the CEO, Trevor Nisbet, who unbelievably is also a member of the board and would have been at Mineral Resources Park this afternoon making this decision on Adam Mm, Simpson? mm. Surely, surely there needs to be changes behind the scenes.
1: Look, to be honest, uh, I'm a strong uh, Trevor Nisbet advocate. Uh, if, If Trevor Nisbet asked me right now, what do you reckon I should do? I'd say walk in tomorrow morning and resign because I think Trevor Nisbet has been of the view for the last several weeks and he's been working behind the scenes preparing for Adam Simpson to go and he hasn't got support, full support eventually from the board. There's been some that have been wavering. There were some that were very supportive of Trevor Nisbet's plan for the future. Uh, And certainly, it seems, Pete, that even some players that suggested to uh, Trevor Nisbet and senior executive that they weren't comfortable with Adam Simpson, with his attitude towards people and his inability to develop young players or a new game style, to adapt, to change, his over-faith and and the security that he's allowed allowed poor players, ageing players, Um, There's been a change of heart. So I I, I think Trevor Nisbet probably needs to resign, wipe his hands off it and say, well, I'll leave it to you now because I'm not convinced they'll be much better next year now under Adam Simpson.
0: So just uh, recapping, Kim, you're on the impression that Trevor Nisbet was one of those uh, individuals that felt it was time to part ways with Adam Simpson. And the fact that uh, now... It appears, and it is, concrete that Adam Simpson will continue Then Trevor Nisbet probably has got no future at the club, you think, as a CEO?
1: Uh, Probably not. I would say no, because I think he's been working diligently in preparing for Adam Simpson to move on. Mm -hmm. And clearly some, some, at least four board members, have uh, made it quite clear that they don't agree with what Trevor's plan for the future was.
0: Interesting, uh, as I said, the uh, Texas are coming through. Great to hear Haggis on the airways. I hope we uh, are going to hear more of him. That's Jack of Vic Park. Mm. Uh, it's quite great timing oh, okay. that I have you on tonight. At the game on Saturday, whenever Aaron Simpson came up on the big screens, Hags, the yeah. crowd broke into yeah. spontaneous applause. He's clearly well-liked by the membership, but that's uh, Big Al there on the text machine. Could that have swayed maybe the board today of what they experienced and what they saw? Was there people power behind this decision that came through this afternoon?
1: Yeah, I certainly get an impression. And and that's been something that, uh, you know, I think has been pretty evident behind the scenes, Pete, that's for sure. With Nicole Moody, board member at West Coast, public relations and communications expertise, And my understanding for several weeks is that she's been very concerned about the image that it would create for West Coast. Uh, You know, the optics is the modern day politically correct expression from all these communications experts, Pete. But Nicole Moody, I understand, has been very strong in how would this look to our constituents? How would this look to our membership um, and the stronger that the voices became in the last few weeks and then certainly with what we saw on Saturday night, the support for Adam Simpson, you know, signs in the crowd, the cheering every time he was on the bench uh, and, and, then, and, and then portrayed on the screen. You wonder if and Nicole Moody perhaps didn't say to some of the others, there you go, look, we, we can't sack him because there are masses that are supporting him
0: yet they don't have a say on the board, and that's another issue. So where does this leave the West Coast Eagles as a club? Do you think if you ran a poll, it would be more endorsed as a favourable decision what they've made from a PR perspective or an unpopular decision? This will divide people, won't it?
1: I think so, very much so. But but I'm not so sure in in our town you can get uh, a fair view of it, Peter, because Seven West Media have run a distinct campaign directly against Trevor Nisbet. And so they've been pro Adam Simpson, you know, as as any turmoil grew. Uh, So even small minorities, Get massive loud voices through Seven West Media, particularly the West Australian. So it would be very difficult to get a fair poll in this town, Peter. Because Mm. if it's run by major news outlets, how's it? You know, fifty people might, uh, forty-eight of them might say keep him, and two against it, and they would run a story that's a massive uh, vote of support for Adam Simpson. It's very difficult to get true uh, coverage of it in our town, I'm I'm afraid. And I think both the the anti the vitriol towards Trevor Nisbet through local media uh, and the pro Simpson uh, has helped shield Fremantle's year because uh, the Seven West media normally spend all their time promoting how well Fremantle's going. They haven't been able to do that, and they've had a good fallback.
0: Mm. I'll get to a couple more texts in a moment. Let's just shift it momentarily to Fremantle. How did you view their season?
1: Oh, it's a poor season for Fremantle. It's really poor season for Fremantle. From where they sat, and from what they promised, and what, from what's been said over the over the summer, from from their own uh, senior pillars, Peter, you know, their chief executive, their chairperson, uh, their coach, their football manager, all talked about it being a top four season, uh, and yet they've been really poor. Um, so, but I, I think Fremantle's finals aspirations were shot uh, after the two opening games, the opening games and losses to St Kilda and North Melbourne. And their finals hopes were completely dashed at two and five, uh, two wins and five losses in the opening seven weeks. Small resurgence after that with wins over... And they were good wins over Hawthorne here, Sydney at the SCG, Geelong here, Melbourne at the MCG going into their bye. But they come out of their bye and win four of their last 12. So it's, it's fairly typical of how Fremantle finish their promising starts. This is the eighth consecutive season, Peter, eighth consecutive season where Fremantle have not, have have lost a lot more after the halfway season stage of the season than they've won this year. They've won four of their last 12. So yeah. it's, it's, it's a poor season from Fremantle. They promised so much. Um, and now they start promising for next season when, I think a lot of sides will be planning to improve next season. I'm not so sure Fremantle can.
0: Yeah, Justin Longyear, and I said this uh, to a couple of people today, has come out, and I can't believe mm-hmm. some of the statements that are made, that this core of players they've got now will take Fremantle to their first premiership. I just don't understand comments like that, particularly after the season they've had.
1: No, and and yet it happens a lot with Freo, Pete. It happens a lot with Freo. They're masters of selling hope in august and september of every year uh that they when you look back uh over the last several seasons the same thing has been said at this stage of the year oh well we, this is our premiership group we we we're young we're healthy we're progressing uh i i i i can't endorse that i can't support that i, I think what one thing that freeman needs to do is just make a comment well we plan to contend we want to be in a position at the halfway stage of next season where we then learn from the last eight seasons and not lose more after the halfway stage than we win and just contend. Make the eight for two or three or four seasons in a row before they start talking premierships. Let's have a look
0: at the finalists, Kim. We've got the bye and then we go into the top eight. Uh, Are you comfortable that the best eight teams are in the finals mix this season?
1: A bit strange, isn't it, when you look at it? One of the few seasons ever, the four finalists from last year that miss out, Geelong, Fremantle, Richmond, Bulldogs, and four new finalists this year, Peter, Port Adelaide, Carlton, St Kilda, GWS. I think there's a lot of hype and emotion around all four of those newcomers on the back of last year. Um, I I, I think they're the best eight teams. Perhaps Adelaide. I don't know who they could have gotten in their head of. They probably... Maybe deserve to be in ahead of Sydney, but Sydney did have an extra half a win on top of what Adelaide would have had anyway. Even if they'd gotten that result uh, in round 23 over Sydney as they should have, which they, you know, they that was they were robbed. That was disgraceful. But I think they're the best eight teams of the season. Certainly the best top four. And and it's been a race for the next four spots from amongst probably you know another. Say seven teams. The Bulldogs, Adelaide, and Geelong were genuine contenders as we approach the final series. Geelong's the biggest disappointment of the season for mine, Peter. You can't go from premiers last year and slip to twelfth, twelfth,
0: mm.
1: and particularly losing games down at Geelong, losing three games down at Geelong. That, that that that's unacceptable to Geelong. And as you look at the
0: top four in particular, uh, who do you fancy possibly to be? the team to beat to maybe win the flag this season? Does it come from the top four or don't we discount a team oh, like Carlton yeah. in fifth no. position?
1: I think Carlton showed you yesterday after quarter time what they're likely to do. That they, they over-celebrate. Mm. I mean, once Curnow got shored up the, the Coleman, um, they, were the, they were the Carlton of the first half of the season. You, you can't have faith in Carlton when the pressure really goes on, Peter, uh, you know, when when they went to their bye with just the five wins and a draw, they they were magnificent to win their next eight. But the pressure really really now ramps up. I'm not convinced. No, Carlton, St Kilda, GWS, and Sydney. I, I don't disc, I don't give any of them a chance of making even the grand final. I think Collingwood, uh, Melbourne, the winner of that probably heads towards the grand final. The winner of that one in a preliminary final would then also get the likes of. Um, uh, St Kilda, GWS or, or Brisbane or Port uh, at the MCG Brisbane I don't see as a serious chance they can't win in Melbourne, not even sure they'll beat Port in the first week of the finals mm. because of the pressure that goes on the likes of Joe Danaher who I think struggle under pressure so no, Collingwood, Collingwood a grand finalist for mine and probably Melbourne after they lose to Collingwood first week then re- rebuild themselves and work their way through to have another crack at Collingwood and grand final day yeah, interesting, uh,
0: and that'll be a massive grand final if it is the way you select yeah, um, the yeah, Magpies yeah, against yeah. the Demons. So, Kim, just going back, as I said, the goal, uh, just for our sponsors, the good oil for Cobram Estate Premier Australian extra virgin olive oil, the big story, and it just broke literally five minutes before mm-hmm. yours truly uh, going to wear, that Adam Simpson will continue as coach of the West Coast Eagles. So what will then, what will the domino effect be now with other major decisions that need to be made at West Coast, in your opinion, now that they've confirmed that the coach will remain?
1: I find it hard to see how Trevor Nisbet can stay. Um, There was always going to be one or the other gone. Uh, Trevor has made it quite clear to staff two weeks ago, two Tuesdays ago, Trev said to staff, he's gone. He's been coaching poorly. And the Derby had just cost him his job. Particularly, you know what also really hurt Adam Simpson, uh, his standing with West Coast, with those that wanted him gone, was the debacle before the game with uh, Brady Hoff, uh, with with his uh, Ventolin, mm. and, and withdrawn 30, 20 seconds before the game. Their football management's been poor. So Simpson survives. Gavin Bell will survive as football manager because he's been so loyal Um, But I I just think now, I'd be surprised if Trevor Nisbet stays. He needs to wipe his hands off it. He told staff two weeks ago Simpson was gone and that they would work on the changes and that Trevor himself might not be there by the end of 2024. I I think that can be brought forward.
0: Mm, Interesting.
1: Kim Agdon, lovely to chat to you. Other than that, I wouldn't expect many other changes now. Uh, I am surprised that Tom Barass has decided to stay because three weeks ago when Tom Barass made it clear he was going to stay, it was of the understanding that Simpson was going. Mm. And there's, several, there's, there's numerous other stories like that. I think you might even find that one or two players, younger players now actually say, well, if that's the case, then I need to move on as well because... I haven't been developed for several seasons under this bloke, and now he's staying.
0: Yeah, interesting.
1: Kim, uh,
0: quite yeah, opportune that I invited you back on the program uh, today. Thanks for your time. Really appreciate it. Uh, it is a big, big uh, announcement coming out of the West Coast Eagles. Robbie says, uh, uh, your guest sounds like, where is it? Hags comes down to money. Cheers, Ben from Busso. Could money have been affected, do you think? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, we have well, to...
1: I thought, I, again, I just, just quickly, I'd been told, I had heard that Trevor Nisbet had been to the AFL six weeks ago, and had been given an assurance that uh, that, that it, they wouldn't be taxed as heavily as what's being reported, and that was Andrew Dillon and Gillian McLaughlin who gave him that undertaking. So clearly, Trevor Nisbet has been working on moving Simpson as part of his strategy to rebuild West Coast from the the worst position on field they've ever been, mm, mm. and and the same the same coach that took them there oversees the coaching program, oversees the poor, the non-development program, oversees the fitness and conditioning, and he's now been admonished of all that blame. Yeah.
0: Lovely to talk to you, Hags. Thanks for your time. Hope everything's going well and we'll keep in touch.
1: See you, Pete. All the best. Good on
0: you. Kim Hagdorn joining us uh, to discuss the announcement that Adam Simpson has been endorsed and will continue in the role as senior coach at the West Coast Eagles. That's the big story, thanks to Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold-pressed in Northern Victoria.